1: The Game
2: Table! Yes, Seamus Byrne here, back again with another Game Table. Hope you've been enjoying the show so far. Uh, This week, a very, very, this week, this week has had four episodes. Uh, This episode is going to be quite a short one. Uh, The whole D&D Live experience uh, that I'm sort of covering off quite quickly uh, through these first episodes uh, had a bit of a... Uh, rapid-fire series of interviews going on at different stages, and sometimes the interview lasted longer than others. So uh, in the rotation at this particular moment, uh, I ended up with a pretty small window of time to talk to these guests. And so... This episode is really focused on people who've been making cool accessories to make the game um, more fun, to bring the table to life with um, you know cool uh, miniatures and trinkets and maps and extra bits and pieces that make things lots of fun. So today I'm talking to Matthew Lillard. Uh, he is, yes, quite well known uh, as a Hollywood actor uh, from a, most famously playing Shaggy. Uh, in the Scooby-Doo movies, uh, and of course he's also been in the Scream movies, uh, more kind of slightly more serious in things like uh, The Descendants, but he and some friends also recently set up Beetle and Grimm, which is uh, a group that is making kind of special edition boxes of different D&D uh, campaign sets. So we talk uh, mostly about that whole kind of idea of making really cool uh, boxes and enhanced experiences for the cool new adventures that are coming out because there will be uh, a Beetle and Grimm edition of uh, of Baldur's Gate, Descent into Avernus when that comes out later in the year, um, but also uh, talking to uh, someone from WizKids, uh, the company that makes lots of minis uh, specifically tied into D&D as well as sort of all sorts of other stuff they make. Uh, Now, I know uh, I was told the name of the guy who was on the panel from WizKids, uh, but I met so many people that day and I can't find the note where I wrote down uh, his name. So uh, yeah, we have Matthew Lillard, an unnamed awesome guy who represents WizKids. Uh, I know at the time it was just a had a bit of a, a change around of who was available on the day. Uh, And so the person we were told was going to be there from WizKids was unavailable. So I don't have a listing uh, for this particular gent, but he was a good sport and we had a great chat. Uh, After the interview, I've got a couple of little extra uh, notes that I'm going to throw. up. I'm going to tell you what the competition prizes are going to be for this sort of opening window of time. Drop one more code word uh, and uh, yeah, basically explain uh how we're gonna sort of run this thing next week. Uh, of course, if you're listening to this uh, and it's not uh you know if it's past uh July 2019 uh then you know this thing is well and truly over, but if you're here in the thick of things while we're kicking things off, then you'll be in the running for this competition if you want to be. so stay tuned for that, and I'll explain a bit more after the interview. Uh, and, yeah, let's just dive in and talk to Matthew Lillard uh, from Beetle & Grimm, uh, and one of the wonderful people from WizKids. Look, the main thing that I really, and particularly with the, the pair of you, is you know, it's one thing to get involved with the performance side of this stuff, but the fact that, you know, you've kind of launched a company to enhance the experience of people. It's super um, crazy. Clearly that shows a, like a real heartfelt devotion to all things. DMT. Or a
0: real deep seated <laughs> midlife crisis. <laughs> yeah. It's one of the two. Um, yeah. Well, there's, look, there's no doubt that we, you know, our group of guys that, Came together to make the box. Um, we've been playing together for 27 years, and you know we were all at a place in our lives and in our careers that we had the opportunity to try something different. And um, you know, we dreamed about it. We talked about it. We were, we wondered: should we do a mystery box? Should we do you know a an escape room? Like we we really for months and months and months and months would come together to play D D and we would bang ideas around for a while. And my buddy came up with this idea and pitched it in one day. And in that one moment, we all said yes. And here we are. Literally, we we pushed the button to go live on our website a year ago today, and um, or this weekend. I don't know yeah. it's the same weekend, but th- this weekend we went live. And the year before that, on this weekend, we actually pitched the idea to Nathan and to mike murrells on the corner up in seattle so this event has been big for our, our company
2: and um we're happy to be here again this year and clearly the fact that you're back again shows that the the concept has some legs that you know it didn't just kind of go what do people think let's put it out in the world and then no one was interested yeah but people people are responding
0: people are responding it's interesting we you know it's it's a challenge because none of us are rich. Um, I know that you may think I'm rich, but I'm a blue-collar actor. I'm not rich. Um, and so we all pooled our money. I mean, we all put in like, you know, a, a handful of money, and um, and we're unable to, you know, we're not allowed to do Kickstarter, so which is a great avenue for young companies in the D&D space to raise capital. So we yeah, can't yeah, do that. Yeah. So we have to do pre-orders. And sort of you know, wading through those waters and making those mistakes and continuing to try to deliver an awesome products has been a real eye-opening experience. We've learned a lot over the last year. And we're happy that we sold out. We're happy that people seem to be respecting it and enjoying it. And to be honest with you, our reviews online have been great. Our customers have been over the moon. Um, So we're just going to keep trying to deliver and kick ass.
2: I mean, with these kids, how much do you guys feel like, you know, selling minis for people to play D&D? Um, on one level, it's just, you know, it's, I mean, it's a competitive space to kind of sure. just sell little miniatures about, about things. But how how have you felt like you've kind of embraced working with the community itself? Like, I know yeah. everybody's been raving about the, the ship, yeah, you know, lately, so it clearly, you know, now and then, I mean, almost like the the Beetle and Grimm stuff that yeah. you put something big out there, and now yeah. and then people go, "Oh my god, I have to have that thing."
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, I think it's about taking big chances. Yeah. Um, yeah. E- even even our foam statues, like our trophy statues, the the, the, the dragon heads and the beholder head yeah. and stuff like that. I mean, that was more of a marketing tool, and then it turned into something that really people really really wanted, and so we just kept creating them. Um, yeah. But uh, those uh, things are awesome. I know, right? Uh, can you
0: do a platypus head? Like, yes. Just like, yeah, mm, I, I put, can absolutely try. Like something fantastic yeah, like that? Yeah, like, it It's for Australia. So. Yeah, yeah,
1: for sure. Um, and uh, But a term that we um, throw around the office a little bit is um, 4D storytelling. And so what we try to do is actually take it to that next dimension and that next level. So don't just create a mini. Create a mini that's weapons switch in and out or uh, create, again, again for the premium set for halister 's Lab, the back of the wardrobe has a false back so that you can have a secret entrance so they can go through the wardrobe if they want. So it's just... A, 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 we try to take it to the next level. We don't want to just hit the status quo because, like you said, it is a very competitive space, um, and we're trying to make our mark, so...
2: Yeah. yeah. I mean, do you still... You know, is the... The main thing that gets sold, uh, basically people trying to buy the mini that is their character that they want to represent them in the game? Or Uh, is it kind of some of the other larger blind box type sets and things like that?
1: Yeah. um, I don't know about on the sales side. I can't really speak to the sales side. What I can say, though, is Beholder has been the best-selling thing we've ever done. And that's not a character mini. I think it's just a iconic miniature that is in the front of the monster's menu that everybody wanted and a great miniature for the value that you're getting. And I think that's something we've done very well is price everything the same within a certain range. Um, But the Young Dragons now that we released recently are very popular too and the Owlbear was very popular. So, um, yeah, I I, I don't know what the answer to that is but but I do know that we just try and, you know, we make some decisions. Some of them don't sell as well as we thought they would and we adjust and, you know, every release... Get closer.
2: Well, is this, I mean, this is basically a question for both of you. In sure. the end, is the decision, do we think this is cool? Like, is it that, is it trying to work from that place?
0: I mean, for us, a hundred percent. I mean, our whole company is run on this idea of, look, we're five guys that have day jobs. Our company runs from 9 p.m. to 1 a.m. every morning. And if, if it's not cool, if it's not fun, then... We're, then there's no reason to be doing this. Um, and look, and everything that comes from, that goes in our box comes from our table and how we play. And um, so it, it not only informs part of our decision process; it is the entire process. And right now, because no you know, nobody's like sort of left their day job, we have nothing to lose, and so we're taking big chances and risks and sort of attacking it. So we're excited.
1: Yeah. I mean, from, from our perspective, too, um, it shows when a company um, or, or products are designed by people who love the game that they're playing. I mean, you get that from Beetle and Grimm, I and I think you get that from WizKids, too. We, we, it matters to us that the stump has treasure in it, it, is it, a stowaway place in case you want to leave something in there, or, or things like that. Like, we just, again, it matters. And so we, I think it shows. I think fans appreciate those little bits, and consumers really appreciate the attention to detail.
0: Especially yeah. these yeah. days. I mean, yeah, I think that, look, a community is so specific, yeah. you know, and it's growing all the time and it's getting bigger all the time, but it's still a really self-selecting community. Yeah. And the more you sort of respect them, in our opinion, my opinion, the more you respect them, the more you give them value and what they want and cool stuff and make stuff specifically for them, the more they'll turn out to support you. Yeah, and you know, like we have in our boxes, we have, we create these faction tokens in Waterdeep that we went to Wizards of the Coast. And like people are dying for these things. Can't we just sell them outside the box? And they gave us permission to go out and sell the dragon coins. I mean, and, you know, we don't, it's not that, they're not that expensive. But, you know, we have all these elements that are yeah. metal tokens that are wearables that you can, you know, that you can't find anywhere else. And yeah. so... Um, again, like, yeah, if you build something
2: for them, they will come. I mean, it's a feeling that, you know, as a kid, I remember just cutting bits out of cardboard because like I couldn't afford to buy any fancy bits and pieces. Yeah. But then as you grow older and you suddenly go, I do have a few dollars in my pocket and this is the thing I love. Yeah, yeah I want the cool thing when I'm hanging out with my friends. Yeah. I mean, look, and that
0: was our thing. I mean, our thing was that, look, we're grown men with, day- with jobs. And $500 split between five guys. When you amortize that out over the life of an adventure, like it's a 265 page short book that for us, cause we don't play that often takes five years to go through. Well, it's a pretty good investment <laughs> yeah. if you're, you know, if, uh, yeah. amortized out yeah. over five years yeah. and that's our whole pitch. I mean, we are expensive. There's no doubt. And if you're buying it in a vacuum, you're like, wait, what? I mean, but if you look at it that way, yeah. And if everyone around your table chips in, it's yeah. less than the pizza you buy every game. Yeah. So, yeah.
1: And, and I think it's important to the gradient that that exists for Dungeons and Dragons as opposed to like a video game. A uh, video game is a certain amount of money. I mean, in game purchases and stuff. But but with Dungeons and Dragons, you can literally buy a player's handbook and dice and play, or you can get the Beetle and Grim box for 500 bucks, or you can get the $5. WizKids mini and there's such a gradient for all levels of, of play sure.
0: and we understand by the way we understand that we just released a silver edition which is the same quality products not as much stuff yeah. that um is, you to, know 179 dollars yeah. to address that every gamer we want to be able to provide elements for every game yeah. yeah
2: yeah and so then in the in the playing side of things as an actor you know, I know like you don't need any of the kind of the regular cast for anything but people know your passion for D anD. d And they want you to turn up now and then and, and join in the fun. So, you know um, how how does that fit into the kind of the wider world of acting? Obviously, I've chatted to a few of the others here as well. But it does seem like there's been some kind of secret societies of actors out there who secretly like playing D anD. d On the side, and yeah, and now they can reveal that to the
0: world. Well, I think there's a secret society for a long time of doctors, and you know, and mechanics and baseball but i mean i think there's all kinds of people that played in secret for a long time because they didn't think anyone else played and that there was this this mantle of shame hung around the game for since the satanic panic of the 80s um so look yeah there's definitely like i'm for sure somebody that people will recognize and that makes it i guess more interesting but i think a lot of people are coming out and, you you know, with sort of the success of Critical Role and Matt Mercer and those guys and the success of the game, I mean, it's breaking down walls left, right, and center.
2: I think part of it is almost that simultaneous aspect where, you know, as Twitch has risen and we're seeing these things, but at the same time, just communities can find each other more easily now. Yes. And you can find some buddies to play with that you didn't realize yep. live just around the corner.
0: Yeah. And I think that those communities are also like, there's something about the D&D community that's accepting that's full of um people understanding being on the outside i mean let's face it there's still you know this geek culture this geek chicness that's around this community and those are the people that are inclusive and so you're like you're putting it out there and people are like yes come play with us we want you um it's a powerful it's a powerful thing about this community that's awesome to be a part of I've never experienced, I mean, even in the acting community, which also has, when you're starting in high school and college level, like there's so much of that, that you're not the football player, you're not great at math, you end up in drama for a reason. Yeah. And those people are not nearly as accepting and full of love as this community. This community is like
2: unparalleled, I think. Yeah, I agree. So that was Matthew Lillard. And one of the great team from WizKids uh, telling us all about a bunch of cool stuff and how they make minis and all that jazz was really good fun. There was a weird comment in the middle there you may have noticed. Why did Matthew Lillard decide to mention making like a platypus head for some reason? Like, is there some kind of a weird thing that he's into platypuses? Um, Here's a little bit of a recording from the very, very start of the interview uh, before we actually started uh, things where uh, this will give you an insight into what he decided he needed to do during the interview uh, in order to make things a little bit more uh, fun for himself after having done probably another, you know, eight interviews already earlier in the day. Take a listen.
0: Platypus... In every. In, uh, at some point during this interview, I'll get together, I'll get in
2: Platypus.
0: Um, oh, no. By I can't spell it, it's under the cover. It. <laughs> so I like, so when we do, you do a junket, so you do this. Yeah, yeah. Exact it Just keeps it, thing keeps it new? For five days straight. It's
2: amazing.
0: What's it like to play Shaggy? Oh, yeah. you know,
1: I'm
2: excited.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so I will say to everyone That's in the room, I'm like, here are my words. It's so and I'll great. get Every single. I'll get
2: the words in and they'll give me the craziest words. I love it. So there you go. The things that uh, people do to keep themselves amused while they are going about doing a whole bunch of interviews all day. But thanks again to uh, Matthew Lillard and our unnamed kids friend. I feel so bad. Um, I'll write it down in the show notes uh, when I track it down eventually. Uh, But look, I wanted to explain. Uh, We are... Running a competition, as I have mentioned. In fact, today's code word clearly must be platypus. That makes the most sense. Platypus is today's. I'm going to drop uh, one more code word in the next episode, uh, which will be next week, uh, and... The prize pack that we've put together. So uh, Good Games uh, is helping out by uh, sponsoring the prize uh, on one level. They are going to give us a copy of Acquisitions Incorporated to give away. So that's an exciting one. Uh, I have also from uh, Dungeons & Dragons directly got a copy of Ghosts of Saltmarsh uh, to give away. And I have a sticker sheet that was like an exclusive one of the D&D live uh, nice little extras i'll take a photo of it and post it uh as part of an announcement post for the competition uh but yeah sticker sheet from dnd live with a bunch of cool stickers related to descent into avernus um so just a nice little pack and actually if i find it i did also grab the piece of paper uh that matthew lillard wrote down his uh, words that he was uh challenging himself to work into uh the uh, the piece um so if i find that as well i'll throw that in too uh But, yes, so the competition is going to happen next week, uh, that being first week of July. I think we'll run it for probably two weeks. But I'll define all that when we put up the post to officially uh, kick off the competition. Uh, But as I've said, you need some code words, and then we're going to do a 25-word or less uh, type of entry system uh, with the cool price pack to go with everything. Price pack will probably be only available for ANZ listeners, but I will find uh, an extra prize, uh, some kind of a digital code type prize that I can send to uh, someone else anywhere in the world uh, to Make sure everybody feels nicely included. But thanks to Good Games, thanks to Wizards uh, and Dungeons & Dragons for helping out with part of this as well. So uh, that is the end of the show. I am Seamus Byrne. This is The Game Table. I really hope you're enjoying the show so far. And please let me know via Twitter. I'm at Seamus. uh, And uh, yeah, just let me know what you're thinking. Um, Please leave reviews over on the uh, iTunes podcast store. That really does help a lot. Or whatever app that you choose to use if it has a review system. Uh, please drop in a review. It genuinely helps those crazy algorithms as obscure as they are. It helps to kind of show it to more people. Uh, and finally, uh, share the word with anybody else you know. Uh, reviews are one thing, but it's even better if you just recommend the show to people you know. Grab their phone uh, politely and then just you know go into their podcast app and subscribe for them. Uh, I'm sure they'll thank you in the end. That is all for this week. And until next time...